Do you see yourself as neurodivergent? Many people today identify with being neurodivergent. On today's episode, our guest and I will discuss how creativity can be our superpower. Despite being self-taught, Michael has authored five books and is a former arts commissioner for Newport Beach, California. Michael's unique upbringing as a neurodiverse individual forced him to develop outside-the-box thinking skills that help him see hidden contexts and resolve paradoxes. He shares his insights and experience with us and explaining how he uses his creativity to foster leadership, hospitality, customer service, communication, and culture. One of Michael's strengths is his ability to separate problems and solutions into human system relevancy. He believes that creativity drives all man-made systems and that we should prioritize human, live, living beings and nature to keep rising our potential. In this episode, we dive into Michael's philosophy on creativity and how it can be used to unlock human potential. He shares his discovery of the three inherent human superpowers that we should all be aware of, creativity, healthy dialogue, and adaptability. Join us for this inspiring conversation as we explore the limitless power of art, creativity with Michael, and discover how we can use these superpowers to impact the world positively. Don't miss his 30-second podcast, The Smart of Art, The Power of Art and Creativity, where he continues these kind of conversations. Welcome to the Organic Matrix, Michael. Hi, Samantha. Good to see you. Good. Your dog is good. That's... (laughs) (laughs) I was I was good. We we, we postponed, uh, you know, for that. But uh, it's all fine. It's all good. Living mm-hmm. beings are number one. You know, that's you know, this is just system talk. <laughs> so, yeah, you probably know, uh, you know, know a little bit about me. I was born in Vienna, Austria. I was a sick child. I went to school uh, when I was uh, seven, so that later, and I was completely. It was like hitting the wall. It's like I couldn't uh, regurgitate coffee and and, um, uh, I had to repeat uh, uh, grades, you know, two or three grades. And then I just, so I'm totally self-taught. I have no education. And, uh, but I see context through my neurodiversity. I see context. And it's not like, oh, you're intuitive or whatever. It's like I see context and then when I tell you, you see it too. So it's just I see a little bit before you probably. You know, I see something before you're aware of it. And uh, then when I was 30, I got, I found out, you know, because art saved my life, art creation. I found out, oh my God, uh, you know, uh, all my jobs were art related, you know, from selling tapes out of the trunk, DJ, fashion show producer, uh, advertising, media. And I said, oh my God, I am, I'm creative. I mean, so I decided that I don't need anybody to tell me I'm an artist. I am an artist. And I, and I think that was a pivotal point just by the awareness. And I say, I, nobody, you know, the system says I'm not an artist. It can't because it saved my life. And, and everybody is an artist. When I dove into this, I, I wrote five books. When I do, dove into the in the art uh, scene, I found out, you know, we need to separate art creation from the product. Uh, so uh, how you created your podcast is more important than if your podcast has 
uh, likes. Obviously, we want likes, we want views, but it is not the importance. And I don't know if you had that when you get likes. I have this. When I get likes from people that I don't know, it's really, it has no meaning. So if you follow me because I know you, it has meaning. But people that don't, and, and, and it's funny because a lot of, I think Google says every fourth one is a human. In Twitter, it is every 11th one is a human. So it's, it's flooded by bots and crawlers. <clears throat> and, and to make that valuable, it just has no meaning, you know? So, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I got actually systemically a lot. You know, I, I was Arts Commissioner of Newport Beach. I was co-produced with Robert Evans, who did The Godfather. You know, he was the Paramount Chief. And I did a lot of things that were you know, pretty systemically, you think it's success. It's not success. It's just you did something, like a podcast, five books. And then, but I had to, I hit the wall till I was 50, because I said, push through, you know, all the system... Uh, logic, all the system wisdom. Well, you keep going, what you're doing, you do, you keep doing, and I did, but it cost them tremendous uh, energy, uh, it, it, it life force, because you, you know, think alone what you do systemically, just the system, systems can be static. You have to fill out everything, you have to double click, passwords, all this stuff. It's all a, a time of your life. <clears throat> and, um, also, we are driven through DNA to be inclusive. Now, when the system has separated us in gender, race, uh, sexuality, now it wants us to put us together, but it, it can't do that systemically. To, to, to get back to our nature, we need to learn about nature. We need to be aware that we are a species of nature. Uh, we might be having a wonderful ability to create that's why i say it's the first creation but an eagle sees better uh, a dolphin swims better uh you know and we our strengths in this nature realm is to create you know to create for us and and to be also self-aware and uh and when we see that that helps a lot as a just the fact that we we say is this now system relevant because i'm worried that my job is that's a system relevant thing. Obviously affects you humanly, but getting the promotion, losing the job, paying your taxes, uh, you know, doing all the right things. So, you know, that you have to do. And your child is sick. In your case, your, your doggy, you know, is sick. The fact that you have to choose, because I know m so many mothers and fathers that are feeling guilty because they didn't go to the job because they're sick, the kid is, that guilt shouldn't exist. That shows you how much we are system conditioned, which you should call, we need to be responsible and say, listen, my kid has fever. I gotta stay with it. And there should be no anything and there should be understanding and not systemic understanding, you know? Oh, we, oh, she, her kid can be three times sick and then she gets punished because it's against stress. You know, because you're thinking, oh my God, what is my kid is the second time stressed. I have only one more left. And then they, you know, obviously they don't say that often officially, but if your kid gets too sick too often, 
you lose your job or you get a bad, you know, a, a bad thing. And I think that once you get that, so if they get nothing from this episode, just be aware of what is system relevant and what's human relevant. And we just had a conference an hour ago. There was a very high, very successful system person. And she couldn't connect to Earth Earth people. She could not connect humanly. She has everything was thing. And she also said, <clears throat> you know, I want to learn. <clears throat> and I thought about this, you know. And from my experience with her, I saw she doesn't want to learn. She wants to know how to handle a situation if the situation comes up. Humans have six senses. We just connect. You and I adapt to each other. We connect and we handle it. That's why I'm not upset when you tell me my dog is sick or needs to get a baby. That's a normal thing because it has priority. But you see, I'm prioritizing. Should I be pissed at her? You know, and when because you were honest, you didn't say, oh, have a meeting coming up or a system excuse. You were honest and there was no, no problem. I just, you know, I just said, that's absolutely okay. Did I want to have that then? Yeah, but I do something else. You know, we have so much to do anyway. We can do whatever we want to do. So anyway, <clears throat> that's what I, that's basically me. So go ahead. I love I love the I love the points that you brought up. One of the things I have to say is thank you so much for being a pioneer, for being an example that despite being neurodiverse, despite being dyslexic, we could still write books. When I yeah. was a kid, I'm dyslexic too, and I grew up with that kind of system, and I didn't thrive in that system for similar reasons. And it just really warms my heart because as a kid, what motivated me to learn how to read was knowing that there's a bunch of people in the world who are successful and dyslexic. And, it, and people like you motivated me to be in the position of being a neurodivergent educator. And I, I have to thank you for being an inspiration for people like us. Um, another thing that you brought up was uh, the human connection and uh, systematic thinking. And I think that's a really good topic to talk about. Soon, our population is going to be dominantly neurodivergent. And personally, I think this is how we evolve. There are so many superpowers that comes with even being dyslexic, and that's just one avenue of uh, neurodivergence. Like, for people who don't know what dyslexia is, is that we process information through our right hemisphere first. Then it goes to the left hemisphere. So how most people would do a creative art and it will go to the right mind, or if some people would do math and it will hit their left hemisphere, for us, everything's creative first. And that's where things get a little mixed up for us. Can, uh, can you tell us how, how your neurodivergence helped, like, helped you awaken superpowers within and what superpowers you found within yourself? Yeah. So that was beautiful because, because it comes in the right first, it takes us longer to first learn it. But once we are we're the masters, we are very fast. We are faster than any, any system person. But, but we, it takes us longer to comprehend. So I have a hard time first, you know, logging into passwords or whatever. But once I know what that is and I've set it up, it's all, all working. The question that, what was the question? My neurodiversity? What superpowers did you find out navigating through your neurodiversity? Okay. 
I think I think what we all all neurodiverse people find, and by the way, I don't even want to classify ourselves as neurodiverse. We're just different. There's there's I think I need to say that because there's eight billion people with different fingerprints, different DNA, different irises, right? So that's just the I mean, there's every, much more different because you know from a diet or from an other everybody reacts differently. What what fits me doesn't fit you. So that's the that's the the first thing so there is no normal because otherwise systems would define okay if you want to be in this system let's say a, a computer company compact or something you need to do the in order to be normal in that culture so basically people go into a culture of a, of, a, of a company and try to adapt to whatever they see but you know, to be adaptive in a, in, a, in 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 China, or be adaptive in England, or be adaptive in India, is different, and it could be the same company. So, so we just because systems cannot tell you what's normal. So it's just like you guys they throw some humans in there, and then you figure it out. And what I learned early, because I couldn't fit into system, it was like. You know, I, I, I flunked in English, I flunked in French. I mean, you know, I speak German. So, but I couldn't even do German because I was twitching uh, 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 letters. And I think first of all, how to find the superpower. And it took me literally, I swear to God, it took me 50 years to find that. And I hope by you and me doing these things, people, you know, people become aware that we are all different and not that we need systemic equalization because the equalization, I think this is all the pre-thinker how to find your superpower. The equalization, we are equal by our, by our life. In nature, there's not too many ants or too little elephants or too many elephants or too little ants or the giraffes are, you know, they're not rich enough, the, 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 the zebra are richer or whatever. It's just in nature, Every, you exist and you're proof that you're worthy being a part. Every virus, every bacteria is because you exist. You wouldn't, because everybody agrees, all the systems do, nature is perfect. It always adjusts. Whatever we do to it, like you look at COVID, in, 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 in a year, the water was clean. It always adjusts and balances. And when you go into systems, all the systems are based on financial principles and meaning one person wins, one person loses. So they create not both win because even though in my time they, they said a business is when both people take the burden and take the wins. Nobody, you don't hear that anymore. A business is to make money. Yeah. So, true. so it's always a, a, a teeter totter. It's, and that nature is perfect. And because nature is perfect, you are life because you exist thing. And in the system, it's the, it's the, uh, every system, even religion, nonprofit, education, they're all based on the financial principle. Otherwise you can't keep them afloat, you know? And that, that virus, basically, it's like a bad virus is slowly always getting the whole company so when a company becomes too too big the human aspect gets too small 
That's why huge companies, not a good thing, you know? It's better to do smaller companies. And it brings you always into this balance. The more people have money, the more they, they are system relevant, uh, which is, but they're not human relevant. But if Elon Musk is system relevant more than you and me, but you know what I mean? Sad to say, I mean, it's just, it just hurts me to say that because he's just a chess player and I and you don't play chess. I, I would love to add something. Go ahead, go ahead. I love where you're going with this. And what's interesting about Elon is that he's, he's different in the sense that he's like one of us in the future. I know I don't want to like be stuck on labels, but just for yeah. communication, like he's neurodiverse. He has Asperger's. So it's, it's, it's his brain is shaped that makes him systematic because the human complexity is the, is the block for Asperger's where for us dyslexic, we're a creative, emotional, passionate being from our neural structure. So I love that you bring up how truly diverse we all yeah. are, like not fit in one system. Yeah. And then I would love, I love, I would love for you to continue your perspective on how Elon Musk carries his business. I just wanted to throw that out there on how, how, how much of variety neurodiversity really is. Yeah. So I'm always saying, go closer with the thing with the microphone. So um, I'm always saying. You know, the people in the bell curve, right? The tails of the bell curves are the makers in system as well as in humanity. So the, the, the tails that are, because systems in order to handle, you have to fit in the medium to adapt to that. And basically it's nothing to do that you adapt, you're just more adaptable to that system. And so, I, you know, a system in, in whatever politics takes another median than a system in computer science. So, but in both, you have to fit in. If you don't, Elon Musk or anybody else, if you don't do it yourself, like Jeff Bezos, extremely looked like, looks like a total median, but then he saw things and he learned and become wise. And he was determined to, to get that. And, it's hard because once these people get famous, it amplifies all success, money. It amplifies your weakness because it whatever weakness you have, it gets you successful too. It is amplified there too, but it amplifies your weakness. And that is, and that's then, then that's why you think people burn out, people freak out, people get insane because they're not in time space anymore. They are so worried about the system is such a distraction, you know, so they are, they are, they are, they're lo losing themselves. So I wanted to come back to where you said, you know, what, well, how you find your superpowers. I think you need to, and the first thing is, if you're young now, not like me, understand that the playing field, the human playing field, there's Monopoly, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, the, the, the system, super system navigators, might be neurodiverse or not, they are valuable there. Mm -hmm. in, the, in the human aspect where it's not about success in, 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 because there's no success in nature. Nature is by existence successful. That's why we can adapt. That's why, that's why you and I can talk and we have never met each other. We have all six senses and we communicate. So um, we have the senses and we can communicate with 8 billion people, 
without knowing them, without having three steps to how to communicate. And one thing is the creation. So we, there's three superpowers I defined. Creation, obviously, we talked about it. Nature, you know, eagle sees better, we can create. Number two, human dialogue. That is the connection of two people or more and to interact to have a human conversation, not a systems conversation. And when you separate this, it's very great. So politics is system you know, uh, 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 dialogue, is a system conversation. You and I, is, and what comes out of this is self-awareness, wisdom. When you and I talk, but if you're in, in systems, it's about right, wrong, Democrats, Republicans, gay, straight, all this crap, because it's it's the system, and I think we are unconscious of it. I mean, this is not like, oh, there's mad, mad people that do this. No, the system, we created system because the tribe became too small. So we created a system because it's bigger, right? And it's specific more. So there's a social security system, there's a, this system, and there's a religion, there's another religion. Because it couldn't be contained in a tribe where this, you know, they say the best best uh, uh, quantity is 150, you know, uh, of people in a tribe where, where it can be autark and is mostly adaptable to nature, and it's the most efficient. So you have a lawyer, you have a doctor, you have you know, in 150 people, and that is the most efficient. And it would be a dream, even though we have countries, to have pods of 150. So every individuality, like neurodiversity, whatever, sexuality, whatever, could be lived in peace there. And so let me go, go back to the superpower. I have to always remind myself to go back to the superpower. So you need to understand, comprehend the playing field. So I try now, as I gave you what the playing field is, that you contextually understand, okay, this is system relevant this is human relevant we play a game we all we all agree to play the game called monopoly where it's about the money but being a good or bad monopoly player doesn't take a thing away from your humanity from your your, your natural worth it doesn't take it away it doesn't say okay Elon musk because he's good see this is the the false realization that we have because Elon Musk, Elon Musk is, is good, or Jeff Bezos or the superstar Beyonce or whatever, is good in a system, that makes him better humans. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make him better humans because we see the most rotten people can be famous in systems. And, and see, in humanity, it's harder to be relevant because humans in the human realm People find, oh, this guy's sneaky. This guy's, you know, it doesn't work it. So like that lady that had the talk, everybody in the group found out she was, she was so system, you know, it was a thing about non-linear thinking and she was the most linear thinking uh, thinker I've ever seen. And, and, and we, we sensed that because, but that was in the context of a human conversation. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Would it be like Compaq or another company? A system, she would be perfect because she just does for three steps that, 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 that. Nobody would have listened either 
but she would have been perfect for what the system requires. So how do I see my writing? I see, and this kind of makes me sad because you see it after the fact. You see, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? So like that I saw that with 30, I found that I'm, a, I'm an artist and I cannot not call myself an artist because it saved my life and all I did was art. And I still can only do creative jobs. I cannot be an accountant tomorrow. And it's not like, see, the system has lies. That's another playing field. You know, in our quest for transformation, we often overlook the simplest yet most vital aspect of our well-being. Hydration. It's not just for athletes or health obsessors. It's about maintaining our best selves every day, whether it's during a hectic work schedule, a meditative walk, or even enjoying some quiet time at home. This is where Liquid IV comes in. It's more than just a hydration solution. It's a blend balance and wellness. Their hydration multiplier uses cellular transport technology to hydrate you twice as fast as water alone. Plus, it's packed with essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And it doesn't have all that sugar. Let me tell you about the flavors. They're absolutely delicious. My personal favorite, the strawberry lemonade. It's like a burst of joy and a refreshment in every sip. But it's not just about the amazing taste of the hydration benefits. Liquid IV is committed to global wellness. They donated over 39 million servings worldwide to help communities in need. It aligns so well with our ethics here at The Organic Matrix that we believe in nurturing ourselves and extending that care to the world around us. So here's a special offer for all of you wonderful listeners. Head over to liquidiv.com and use the code ORGANICMATRIX to get 20% off your order. Embrace hydration as a part of your journey towards a balanced life. And remember, Organic Matrix for 20% off at liquidiv.com. Now let's dive into the rest of our episode. System is light. It should be sunny every day. And if it's not, we sell you a Ferrari, a pill, a face job, whatever you want. So by that advertising stuff, it became, we adapted. Humans adapt. You know, we, we take it on. Oh, it should be sunny. So when you're depressed one day and ADHD people have depression and I don't think it comes from the ADHD, it becomes from their uh, clashing against the system relevance. They are not, they are human relevant, superhuman relevant, you know, artistic shield, every, they are superhuman relevant, but they can't be in the systems. And because we are DNA driven to be inclusive that everybody you are i'm not looking at you as a woman uh from a different uh country i'm looking from you for to you as a human first of course i see you're a woman you know I, I, that but it's real irrelevant i conduct with you on a human level and then when uh i lost my thought but uh a train of thought but when when we the shame, yeah, this this is what I want to say. So the shame of of you cannot fit in the system, I think, makes us depressed, makes our disability, quote unquote, which is not a disability, but it makes the disability stronger. It is 
it is not an equalization by system. Okay, they're the black people, there's the Chinese people. We have to make them. You started that whole thing, system. You, it wasn't initially, oh, they were just humans. And then we conquered the fields, right? Oh, we first go into a war and say, okay, so we, we have this tribe and then a disturbed person that has, you know, doesn't know his strengths. Uh, we just seize it and it says, okay, we have to get this trap too, you know, out of a lack, you know, we have to get this trap too and this and this and this. And then and he saw, okay, warriors are the best for that. And he says, so what am I going to do? Okay, women are going to cook and do all this stuff. And there you have the system of, you know, where, where women are looked in systems. They're not looked, you know that. In privacy, human men adoring women. And they're always the, you know, they're, 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 they're very weak. That's why they ask you, was that good in bed? Was that thing? Because they're not, they're not, you know. They're weak. They're, they're, they're sensible. They're more sensible. Women are way better emotionally to handle being alive, physical, as men. Men are, are flipping. They, 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 you know, that's their tendency. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just an observation. So we separated women and men. And then we were all white people or wherever, Asian people, whatever, wherever the same pattern happened. And then we conquered other looking people and that made us better than them, systemically better than them. So we have to verbalize, we have a vernacular for those people. And when you create a word, you know, that's why we get more and more diseases because we calling it a word, which should just be a communication tool. But when we, I mean, I think we have, I think, over 4,000 diseases. This is, you know, in the old, I know from when I was young, you had a little bump, was it gross? They can take it away or you can leave it. Now it's precancerous. They say so much systemically in there. Having a bump and so we can take that out, there's no big, big deal. Or saying you have precancer is a whole world of conditioning, yeah? Because system says you can't heal cancer. Now we see more and more that you can heal cancer, not with pharmaceuticals, but we can. Yeah. So we can by nature. And you know also the, uh, uh, you know, you can't sell something. The system cannot sell something because it's natural. I mean, it tries. It tries to do this water. I think water is a human right. Air is a, oxygen and air is a human right. But human rights aren't worth anything. It's just written down. Look at how many countries in this world don't go. And I'm not like, oh, we need to be all systemically good. No, I say we have inherent human rights and we should honor them. And we can't even do that. Look yeah. we, what we do. We, and, and if there is a human right that counts for 90%, if a person that is outside that, that their system doesn't want, it forgets the human rights. You get to into a special area you get a special prison it, it, it just doesn't that's how it shows you how weak systems are because if they th be threatened by one person or two or a, a group small group i mean 15 people decided that 11 million jews are gonna be killed 15 people and they were all educated all system navigators there was no humanitarian in there 
There were system navigators, always degrees, except a woman, I think, didn't have a degree. One woman, all men. And they said, we decide that. And that decision was made and 11 million people. Look at now. It's not different. Two people fight in the war. 200,000 people dead. Mm-hmm. You think that doesn't affect the fabric? Nature creates what it needs. It doesn't create 15,000 elephants. Yeah, it that doesn't affect us. It affects us, mm-hmm. and it is for the neurodiversity the, that see that context. You know, now it, our time comes because we see the context. We we can say, oh, she cannot talk to humans. Isn't that unbelievable? That worm is as uh, it's like you know a, a top system navigator has the thing and is incapable to communicate her human experience in systems to other. It's just uh, it's just points and stuff. It's just insane. So, uh, so this is how you find the superpowers is basically you understand the, the thing, you understand the, 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 the thing we are, and then and then out of this. So keep asking me what, what is unclear and I... I... Well, I, I, love, I love what you're ta- touching upon with the systems and what I'm seeing now with how we're evolving is that people like us don't, see with the limits of dual dualistic thinking and that's what i'm seeing with these systems gay straight girl boy uh yeah. sinner not a sinner yeah. black white like good bad win lose yeah it's just it's it, and it's ridiculous and it's also it's limiting for our human belief our human abilities and i agree with you uh, like for example calling something disability makes people have self um learned helplessness and that's what i see a lot of yeah. the systems that we have today is making human beings learn have learned helplessness so they're dependent on the systems that are failing them and that, mm-hmm. and we're, and I agree with you like it's ridiculous that we live in a world where we have tons of toxins in the world we're lied to about all these diseases we're forced to take vaccines or we can't get an education or we can't get a job so we're in a position that if we don't cooperate with the body government then we're dehumanized we don't have en- un- as many abilities and we're limited with growth when our system should be pushing us to grow. And you have a great point with all of the toxins in the environment today. It is very common for children to be chronically sick, like the, the aut- autism spectrum, like by 2024, 2025 is is projected to be 50 uh, percent of the youth. And they found that there's connections with heavy metal poisoning on early childhood development and in umbilical cords from women who are taking toxic products that should be illegal for a pregnant woman to take that are causing a lot of processing delays for children today. So of course it's gonna be common for someone to say, I can't go to work today. My kid's chronically sick because of the country we live in, but that woman's gonna end up being homeless because she can't abide to the system that's failing us. I really much appreciate you bringing up this point and how do you think that as a collective, we can start taking responsibility and addressing how these, these dualistic thinking and how we can break other people free from these confined constructs that we're raised with today? I found a wonderful question. I found you cannot fight a system. It's just there's too many humans and, and it's an energetic thing. There's too many humans dependent on systems. You can't fight it. So don't fight a system. What is working is awareness. So awareness of what we're doing here. 
that's why I see it's the second superpower. This, you know, the, the human uh, thing, because we reconnect. Every time you talk to somebody, you reconnect humanity. You see, oh, she is a, a puzzle piece of me and I'm a puzzle piece of her. And in that is, is a lot of power. Always use not the definition. Don't use woman, man, sexuality, all this stuff. Use human. Always speak in the context of humanity. That is good in the system. I understand that. But for humans, it doesn't make systems. So I'll give you an example. So because we never talk about what's going on, you know, what is going on. So we create these crops and, 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 and we put in back uh, potassium and all this stuff because that is depleted from grain and all this stuff. But we don't put in all the things that are pulled out. So, for example, if iodine, you know, I think 2 billion people on the earth are iodine deficient. If you're iodine deficient, that is right in your brain. That is, so they, they, they connected a system, connected iodine deficiency in mothers creates mental issues. So we never, we, we think about, oh, we need to eat. It's short time. I understand. But we never look. Now it's AI and ChatGPT, everything. Everything is AI. But they don't think about it's a dependent technology. We put everything in digital, our lives, everything, passport, everything. And with one click, there's no power. It's a dependent And everybody, oh, this is going to save us. This is going to be the greatest. A click of, a, of, of power that some power, and you know, energy is en energy, the world. I mean, that's why we have hurricanes and all stuff. There's so much stuff about energy we don't know. And if I turn off the power, all our digital lives, you and I cannot talk. Everything is disrupted. And because we were more and more become uh, addicted to things, for example, 20, uh, 20 uh, years we have dating sites, right? Mm -hmm. And now it comes out because people talking to each other, that system always promote what works, never what doesn't work. Because it's not, because I can say to me, if you say, Michael, I want an employer, I say, yes, but I'm not good in, you know, I know my weakness, so I don't want to disturb our uh, thing by saying, I'm going to do a book a bookkeeping and I do this, I do this. I can't. I can't do all the human jobs and whatever I can't do, I will tell you. And the system don't tell you that. So you hear about viral videos. That's 1% of viral videos. It's like the same in every system. There's, I mean, 1% of 1% like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. You don't only hear from them. You, you're constantly bombarded from of these people. You never hear, oh, there was this politician. He was 30 years, did his job, helped a thing, and now he, he left. He wasn't the superstar, but he did. You never hear about the mother that raises five kids. And it just did a great job. Never. It's irrelevant because that we are so on impulse, you know, hit that we can only recognize catastrophe. Like the saber-toothed tiger is in front of our cave. We cannot compartmentalize anymore. And this is my big thing. This is my thing. Get, show you the context. Show you, see both sides. Not as is bad enough. 
every there's another thing humans have. Yeah, and, the, and finishing the, the dating. The dating is now people don't know anymore how to approach a person when they are without an app. So because true. if they announce, watch this, this is going better. If you approach a person, you get me too. See, you can't, oh, through the app, I can say, I'm, I'm interested in this, 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 doing this with you. It's like extreme, yeah. So gay, what, whatever, whatever is your your, your 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 cup of tea. But if I go to you and ask you out or whatever, me too. Do you see that where, where we got? We, we we condition ourselves to use the app, and then we also condition ourselves how to behave as a human systemically, <laughs> not like a human, systemically like a human. And then you cannot now, we cannot even approach another person just to go out for coffee. Say, hey, we had such a good talk. I want to go out, Samantha, let's do this another time, not a podcast, just talk. It, it, yeah, that would be no problem. But, you know, I'm saying it could be a problem because you say, hey, I had a podcast with them and then the guy hits on me. That's on me too. Yeah, You see, you see how that is? It's like, it, it can be normal, but in life, not everything is happy. See, that's the, again, it needs to be, it goes to that life should be sunny all the time. It can't. It can't because you're always growing. And when you grow, you bump into something. Humans continuously 24-7 are growing and expanding in some direction, wrong or right direction, doesn't matter. And when you expand, you hit the wall and you feel pain you feel, you realize something, you, 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 you alter your frequency. And by that, you're not going to feel good. But if, why, why, that is so easy to say, listen, if you don't feel good, you don't feel good. Yeah. Your neurodiverse, it doesn't matter. You, you, you find, find your, your special thing, find it. Instead of saying you're nervous, you need to be treated like a retard. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, this is, this is how, how we, we think. No. Or you have a different color. Oh, you know, this is just that, you know, black lives matter. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. yeah? It, it, you can't sustain. If systems create human problems, they cannot be fixed systemically. Like, See? Like it, yeah? Albert Einstein. So if, if humans need to get together like you and I and heal themselves outside of systemic. Because insist that we will be always distorted. All blacks are not the same. All whites are not the same. All gay people are not the same. All lesbians are not the same. So stop it. Stop it. Because there is no same. There is no normal. And that is the breakdown. That is the major breakdown on, you know, in, in our society. Mm -hmm. And I say there's 90% of problems. I wrote that yesterday. 90% of problems is one misunderstanding and the one misunderstanding is our habitat is nature we start playing we, we all agree to play a game but our habitat is nature so our habitat needs to be number one we need to learn from it from you know how nature works and how is that nature i always ask myself so how is conflict created in nature Really quick, and energy release, you know, a cat or a dog fight really quick, and then they go their separate ways. Indigenous tribes don't conquer other tribes. 
the other tribes one moves away. So if the indigenous tribe wants to be at that herding, the other one moves away. And they you know, so there, there is there's, there's, there's natural tendencies that, and we need to be really aware of our third uh, superpower and adaptability because adaptability makes us blind. We adapt to each other, not seeing things. Like when you have a relationship, right? You, it's the greatest guy, greatest girl. You know, one is going, growing in this direction, one goes in that direction, and, and you just keep adapting. But till it doesn't work anymore because your essence is violated or his or both. So, so, so that I think that awareness. So everybody uh, that asked me, oh, what's first step? I said, just listen to this episode, you know, over and over and over, you know, because the, and then have your own thoughts. I'm not saying I have the absolute answer, but I think it's awareness. It's not. There's no solution mm-hmm. because I trust that when you have to have awareness. You don't need steps. You will know. You know, if 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 you have the awareness that a person keeps cheating you or bad mouthing you, and you have the awareness, you you change automatically. Something is going to change. Yeah. So, and go ahead. I was studying uh, for a while. I was a therapist for kids on the spectrum. I was a behavioral technician, and then I studied CBT. And when I was doing my training, one thing that I that I learned that really impacted my perspective is that all conflict comes from one member or both wanting to control an outcome from some what from with somebody else. So, like for example, let's say a scenario is a boyfriend and a girlfriend. The girl wants to be taken out on more dates. The boy just wants to play video games. The girl has a conflict with the boy because she wants to control what he's doing. And that is where a lot of our human mistakes happens, where we want to go to a system and instead of doing the hard work of human communication, where we can find compromise, like what I notice with communication today, touching upon the what you mentioned with using apps and us becoming dependent on these systems to have human connection, which it doesn't work, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of statement versus statement conversations. There's not enough curious people. A lot of people will call you on the phone to tell you what they're doing. They're not calling to ask you what you're doing. And the other thing that I notice is that instead of trying to find common understanding within conversation, there's a lot of adversity with conflicting ideas. So like, for example, you're speaking to me. My job is to understand what you're saying. And if I don't understand something, it's not, it's not polite for me to change the subject. It's polite for me to ask you a question, you know, to understand what you're saying. That should be my inner desire. My inner desire shouldn't be to inspire you. And I and I see that that is the the biggest mistake. And you mentioned it with uh, celebrities, right? Like there's a systematically successful person. But are they are they humanly successful? Like they're they're successful for being alive in nature. But are they thriving because of this image, and I agree with you. I was wa- I was listening to an interview with Cole Sprouse, and he said like being so- a child, growing up with wealth, and being conditioned to entertain the public, uh, really affected his future because all of the toxic things in our life, like money, greed, sex, different you know access to drugs because of wealth, all the wealth and fame did 
was expose this child to a lot of the world's danger. And then we're on the outside looking at their life, looking at what, who we call celebrities, saying they should, system, they should be working in the system this way. Oh my gosh, Joe Rogan said this on his podcast. He shouldn't say that. He has a following. And we all forget that these humans that we put on a pedestal for entertainment are a human being going through human experience. There, there's nobody in this planet that has never been offensive. So if someone goes on Twitter and they have a billion followers and they decide to be offensive that day, you know what? That's their right. There shouldn't be a mob of people telling them to cancel them. You know what I mean? Because we, we totally forget that we're human. And because we're so dependent with technology, it's almost as if we assume that other humans are robots too. Like, oh, I put in this input, I'm going to get this output out. And if I don't get this output, this person's broken. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, yeah, you confirm everything. Uh, I, you know, I have nothing to counter to this because it's, it's, we forget that, that this is what I say, the core, the one misunderstanding, system relevant is not human relevant. And by the way, I give you, this is the best. What is fulfillment? Because fulfillment is the human success. When you can be present in a moment and you can enjoy this conversation, for example, and not, you know, be on the computer looking, oh my God, I have to pay my, my bills, I have to do this, the system issue. Because this is the value that you and I talk. So that's why it's fulfilling. And fulfilling is the feeling when people don't know, because a lot of people don't know what fulfilling is. And I said, fulfilling is that when you have a union and you have a, an orgasm right afterwards, it's not the orgasm, it's not the outcome, it's what happened after, not an hour after, not a half hour. It's saying, basically, the universe is saying a, any union is a good thing and it fulfills. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be with that person or whatever. But, but it's, it's, you know, you cannot system analyze, you know, was this a good, you know, intercourse or something. But it's the union and the, the emotional f- feedback loop that, that you, that you are fulfilled this way where everything is okay. Right after orgasm, everything is okay. You okay. You accept it. it the world is wonderful. And that is fulfillment. And that's what everybody sa- cha- chases. And the system sells you because when they say, you know, everything should be sunny. If not, we give you an, a Ferrari. Yeah. A Ferrari gives you a minute thing of fulfillment. Then you always dreamed of a Ferrari and now you're driving a Ferrari. Yeah. But after a year, the Ferrari, or after three months, the Ferrari is like any car. Yeah, you have to push yourself through ego up that the Ferrari is something special, and therefore you are something special. But it, it isn't, you know? You, you're special because you are, because you have a life. That's why you're special. Nothing that you can do, always, uh, I always say that example because it's so good. The beggar on Fifth Avenue, and the people on Fifth Avenue, you know, some people go to him, talk to him, give him money. Some people hate him, make a, a thing around, go on the other side of the street. But everybody influences each other. So the sad thing is the beggar doesn't know he influences the other humans. You know, he doesn't understand it. And if he would, he wouldn't worry so much not having money. And by not worrying about having money, he would have money because it's like, Oh, I'm dyslexic. I shouldn't make any money. 
I, I never, you know, I, I was bad in school. I shouldn't, I mean, we can all t- tell stories from that. Because our fact of not fitting the mold makes us, but nobody fits the mold. Eight billion people don't fit the mold. We are just a little bit extremer. So, so we're just a little bit extremer, but we, we can't fit the, we, we can't fit the mold. And you need to remind yourself as a neurodiverse, I think you need to remind nobody's normal. We are all, we are all different. And why is that? And nature doesn't just make a joke and says, you know, I give everybody different irises. Why didn't make us the same? Mm-hmm. Living beings are something special. And I always say, they should do in Harvard and, and Yale, they should teach having a pet. Because when you can, as a human, you don't need to have another human. I'm not saying that. But when you have another living being, you have to interact with, you learn about your own humanity. You learn how to use your senses. You learn how to how to read the, that soul, that little monkey soul, you know? And and that's that's what's totally missing. Because it, it, you need to ground. I'm working on an educational system for that, you know? So I said, it has team sports and team art and awareness. What you have learned, because what I'm not wanting is, is learning. Learning is basically a system conditioning. I wanted awareness. There's no steps in awareness. Once you're aware, you change by yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have the uniqueness to change right for you. So if I make you aware or somebody else aware has two different outcomes, you have the same awareness, but you will use it as your puzzle piece of who you are and that person and that. So that's why I say there's only three pillars and a pet. Yeah. So three, three pillars, team sports for the masculine, feminine, uh, the muses, uh, you know, uh, mass art, art creation. And then the awareness of how, what you learned, what awareness you got, not what you learned in that process. And then what you learned with your animal, you know, what you learn of this and then to lift. And because you have, you have uh, projects in art and your projects, you know, have, you have goals in both. And I'm not a goal person, but I'm saying you have goals. You want to achieve highest human potential, right? So you can focus on the human potential versus the outcome versus win or lose versus just system relevance. You know, you can lose as a sports team and gain so much awareness that you get to a point in a year that you will win all the time because you're aware that just your team is aware. The same with art, you know? Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Michael. If our, if our Matrix members want to follow your journey and learn more from you and draw more inspiration, where can they find you? Uh, MichaelM.com. Michael with two L's. MichaelM.com. There's all my social and everything and LinkedIn and whatever. And you can, you can just uh, connect. Thank you so much for bringing your wisdom onto the organic matrix. I love this conversation of like like breaking apart of dualistic thinking. I think this is the message <laughs> that a lot of us need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, I think the awareness comes through. It's just, I'm just one vessel where it's comes through, but, uh, but the awareness comes through all over, you know, with you having your podcast, me doing whatever I do. That's the beauty. That's the beauty. When you see it's in all kind of variation, it comes together.
Absolutely. And I can't wait to see more of the picture. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Organic Matrix with our special guest, Michael. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation from neurodiversity to creativity, awareness, Michael's journey. And gain some. I hope you gain some insight and into unlocking your own creative potential. We highly recommend checking out Michael's podcast, The Smart of Art, The Power of Art and Creativity, where he continues these conversations and delves deeper into the limitless power of creativity. In each episode, Michael brings a unique perspective to art and creativity and explores how it can help us reach our full potential as human beings. He shares practical tips and tools for harnessing our creative superpowers and using them to make a positive impact on the world. So if you want to unleash your creativity and discover new ways to approach problem solving and leadership, check out The Smart of Art, The Power of Art and Creativity wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to The Organic Matrix, and we look forward to bringing you more inspiring conversations in the future. Ready for more Matrix mentors and exclusive content to help you improve your life? Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you found our Matrix mentors inspiring. If you're enjoying the show, here are two ways you can help us grow reach even more, and reach even more amazing Matrix members. Number one, share the show with your friends and followers on social media. Word of mouth is one of the most powerful ways to spread the word about our show and help us reach new listeners. Number two, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Not only does this help us improve the show and share our audience better, but it also helps us rank higher in search results and reach more people. Every share and review helps us grow and reach more Matrix members looking to level up their personal and professional growth. We appreciate your support and we're looking forward to serve our amazing community of Matrix members. Thank you.